Okay, I also saw some really big belt buckles as well. Ooh, ooh, Texas. Texas, the land of big belt buckles. Big belt buckle. Everything's big in Texas. Yes. Especially the highways. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Shenantics Podcast, a friendly podcast brought to you by our sponsors, Foster's Beer, Have a Beer on Us, and um, F- Folgers. The first cup is on us. I'm also here with my good old pal, I'm pal. This is, this is all going, this is all going so smoothly. I, uh... I, I honestly cannot think of the last time I had a Foster's. Um, what, what Was it the Olympics? Something was going on a few years ago, maybe like a decade ago, where they were making a big advertising push because they got the giant cans, if I remember correctly. Uh-huh. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's Foster's Foster- is the Australian, right? The, it's, it's the, Australian Austra- it's for the beer. cheap Australian beer, I think. Yeah, That's like okay. A Foster's, yeah. yeah it's a Australian. Foster- yeah. yeah, but it's like it's, it's like it's Australia for beer. Our Budweiser is their their Fosters. They're Fosters, I guess. They're right? Fa- their fault. Yes, I think so. Fosters has a cooler name though. It does. I think so. I think. Oh, Fosters then Budweiser. Is... I thought you meant like it goes by something else, like in Australia. No. <laughs> uh, I think Fosters is a cooler name. I think you're right. That is a cool name. It makes it seem right. more homely. Yeah. Yeah. Budweiser. Yeah, Miller. Ah, even Miller's like a little better. Keystone. Keystone. <laughs> Natty, Natty Lights. <laughs> Natty Lights. <laughs> That's what's up. Oh my god. No, no, it's all bad. Everything, Everything's falling apart. <laughs> yeah, I know, honestly. What even is this podcast anymore? <sighs> I mean, it's a... Uh, it's a... Uh, Stream of consciousness of of two guys that might have a few screws loose in their <laughs> chairs. You know, this this is an interesting little tidbit because yeah. I you know this past weekend I went to Dallas because I had to you go do some. Did. I did because I had to go do some filming for my thesis. Right. Okay. Yeah. And while I was there, I got to hang out with Com and Webb because they both oh, are in Dallas, right? I'm so jealous. Oh, it was fantastic. They're great people. Great, great people. <sighs> yeah. But they both reminded me mm-hmm. for a, a second that there are people that actually listen to this podcast. <laughs> that is That is true. That is that now, is. like I know that people listen to it, right? <laughs> like I know that that's a thing. Like people write talking about it in the Discord, but when you actually hear about it in person, it <laughs> yeah. changes things a little bit. Are you like now a little like stage fright or something? Like a little? No, like, I'm not stage fright. <laughs> I just have some nerves surrounding the releasing of the podcast <laughs> because <laughs> now I hear from Web like. I do this like every single Monday and like he lays it out his whole Monday morning listening Mm -hmm. to this podcast. Right. Yeah. And he was like, you know, like those like one or two times when the podcast didn't show up, like I realized like how important it is to my morning Monday routine. 
Oh, that like, makes oh, me feel so good. Fuck. I like how you're like, you're like, oh, fuck. I'm like, that Shit. is so nice. <laughs> no, it is nice. But now I have a lot of pressure. <laughs> it's true. Um, you, you know what's, you know what's, uh, it's kind of, what's kind of funny about it is, um, especially like there was, we've talked about it before. We've mentioned it before, but like I, last week I knew it too. I knew cause I was at riot fest and I got back from riot fest and it was like 1130 midnight. And I went to go see if the pod, no, actually it was probably later. It may have been actually like 1231. And I went to go check to see if the, the episode was uploaded and it wasn't there. And I went over into discord and usually if I go into discord and I see that you're playing a video game, then I'm like, Oh, he'll just do it later tonight. But you were uh-huh. in the offline status. I was like, Ooh, he, he forgot yeah. the to edit the podcast. Didn't he? <laughs> like, yeah, I did. <laughs> so, um, so I do that one, but like, I've talked about before where there's some, especially because like we recorded, I think we recorded relatively early um, last week and like in like in Sunday and you streamed right afterwards. And so sometimes like if like, because a lot of times we'll do the podcast and you'll record, you'll edit it right away and throw it up there. But if you don't, then sometimes you get so into whatever else you're doing for the day that it completely slips your mind. Yeah, you get sidetracked. And then I go to bed earlier now. I go to bed early on Sundays. Mm hmm. So, yeah, I just sometimes I just I just forget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so it's it's I'm I'm glad that uh that that web could uh kind of bring this to light for you because I get uh, text messages on Monday when the podcast isn't there. <laughs> so. Oh, really? Like that's that's actually a little scary. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, so sometimes so when it was so like let. Obviously, last week when I knew that it wasn't going to be there because I'm not the I didn't upload it. I'm like just waiting. I'm like, oh, I'm going to see a text message tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm going to see. I'm going to see the. Uh, hey, uh, do we get what's a going on here, bud? <laughs> yeah. So, so, but yeah, no, it's uh, there, there is there is a good amount of people that listen. Like that's what their their Monday like their, the start off of their week routine is is you know, kind of get the shenanigans loaded up and listen to our voices which is really cool i really really like that it is cool it's just very nerve-wracking it, it is it is um two uh two other little stories about that so my brother listens to shenantics and uh not last week's but the week before we recorded a shorter episode because i was right about to like walk out the door to do something and my brother comments on it like i go and have dinner with him i think i had dinner with him and my mom and he's like so what the hell is with shenantics this week like he's like i loaded it up and like 30 minutes in you're doing the food finish and i'm like what the hell dude i was like oh <laughs> sorry sorry about that <laughs> like, what yeah he was he was he was sad that he, he only got a half an episode of shenantics two weeks ago so wow um so yeah then uh he was we i had dinner with him this past uh thursday we went to a place in chicago that's closing down and we were you know just chatting about shenantics uh over that one too because we talk about me and him talking about podcasts in general so we're always talking about various things like um you know hello internet reply all stuff like that and now they listen to like shenantics every week like that comes up in the normal course of our conversations so Mm -hmm. it's a I don't know it's it's kind of it's kind of interesting. He says that there's times that I'll be 
I'll be bringing up a point and he's like, you are so wrong or I so want to debate you on it. But like, I'm not used to having to like listen to you and not be able to respond in real time. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of nice being on my side where I can just say whatever I want. <laughs> Start your own podcast. Yeah, exactly. Huh? exactly. With your own opinions. <laughs> it's, yeah, you so. think this, who does he think he is? Well, it's, it, what's interesting is he's uh he's the odd man out. i have two brothers and he's the odd man out right now because me and my youngest brother we both have podcasts so oh, he's, uh, no. he's he's one day he will he will have the trifecta eventually of the three podcasts so i mean you know he could he could start his own podcast it's true he might you never know you never know so. Dude, talking to yourself, you know, it's a little bit more hard. It's a little bit more difficult, but I, you know, every once in a while, when it looks like we might have a scheduling problem, I always think to myself like, maybe like I can just record like a one-sided shenanigans and see how that goes. And then I realize like that is going to be very hard for me to do because I rely on you for so much, like in just the conversation points. Do you? Yeah, yeah, it really helps the thing flow around. Like because I feel like I rely on you too much for the talking points. Well, no, because we rely on each other because it's like it's a lot of the call and response type thing, right? Like, yeah, it's 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 if if I want to, let's say I want to bring up a topic, if it's just me, like I can kind of try and segue myself into that topic, I guess. Or if it's you and me, I can just ask you about it and then just play off of whatever you say back to me. That's true. So you could do your skanky. <laughs> yes. I call that the M Cole pause. The M Cole pause. I like it. The M Cole like pause. It. Yeah. So, but so you so you were in Dallas. Other than yes. getting harassed for not really. So, so, second thing, you know, we know it's great though is that we've now gotten it from both sides. You got to see them in person and really have the screws put to you about our make sure we release them on time. Uh-huh. And the other, you know, part of the Dallas trio, Com, he put it to me to get the podcast released an hour earlier, <laughs> so uh-huh. so that he could listen on Monday morning. So that's why we release at like six central. Um, on Mondays for just for calm now. Um, so He's got a, he wakes up early for uh, you know being a vice principal and all. Exactly. I thought he was. A, I thought he was an actual principal now. I thought he he got the promotion. Oh, he got the promotion. That's great. I see. Yeah. Still got to deal with those damn kids though. Exactly. It's the it's the hardest part about about being a principal. I guess he loves it though. He loves it. He's he's yeah. He's a martyr, man. He's a martyr. <laughs> <laughs> So what was it? What was how was it seeing uh, common web in their natural habitat? Oh, it was fantastic! It, it, yeah, it was would... it was just good. It was it was really really good. It was um, a good trip down there. I thought it was a good trip. I I had a bit bit of a bucket list mm-hmm. for Dallas that that I had, um, and I got everything done but one thing. Okay. So what was your bucket list? My bucket list was one. I needed to see at least one cowboy hat. Okay. And I'll have you know that I saw at least three cowboy hats. <sighs> nice. Okay. I also I saw some really big belt buckles as well. Ooh, ooh, Texas. Texas, the land of big belt buckles. Big belt buckle. Everything's big in Texas. Yes. Especially the highways. <laughs> that is actually true. <laughs> a lot of big highways, and you can't really walk a lot of places. Yeah, that is also <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, I needed to see cowboy a cowboy hat. Okay. Uh I needed to have barbecue. Okay. And I needed to and I needed to see someone open carry a weapon. 
Like just like a rifle walking down. The yeah, street. or like a holster or something. But I, I didn't get. I didn't. I didn't see it. You didn't see that one. I didn't see someone open carry a weapon. No, I was so disappointed. Uh, we'll come to Chicago. We'll show you someone. <laughs> <of that. laughs> well, not like yeah. I mean, not a police officer. I just. No, want, I, you know. I know. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Now, be honest with me. Okay. The, the cowboy hats you saw, were they on Common Web? No. Oh, well, now I'm actually kind of disappointed. I they were not on... I, Web actually said that by, like, because we went... We had Tex-Mex the first night. Yeah. And then we, we had um, barbecue the second night. Okay. Which Web told me that he only has barbecue two times a year. Holy shit. So you got one of those magical times? No, not even that. He expanded it to three times for oh, me. Oh, shit. You are spoiled, dude. This is I why know. you want to make sure we release tomorrow because Com re- or not Com, Web really showed you showed you a good time with uh, expanding to the oh, three yeah. times a year. Expanded the three barbecue. A- I mean, that was incredible. Nice. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. But yeah, because Web told me on, when we went for barbecue mm-hmm. that if I hadn't like told them or said anything about me not seeing a cowboy hat that he was going to get me a cowboy hat. <laughs> you know, you know, I could Web could totally would totally pull off and rock a cowboy hat. I think so. Isn't he so goddamn handsome? Oh, gorgeous! Right? Ah, oh, he's he's a great guy. I love Web. Um, Com's handsome too. Com is handsome too. That that is actually very true. Very very. He's true. He's a handsome boy. Yes, yes. So you've now seen Com twice too. I have seen Com twice. Yes. Two two times in one year even. Yes, actually. Yeah. I've seen Com yeah. two times. I've seen him more than I've seen you. That's that's year. true. I've seen I've seen Com two times in a year, two years in a row now. So um I think it's uh I think it's gotta be a thing that, that me and him keep on going with this. Damn. So um did you guys leave Nesto at IKEA or or what what happened with that? Uh yes. Yeah. Okay. Nesto got left at IKEA. Um and so he, you know, we, we, wherever we went, mm-hmm. we kept an open seat for Nesto just in case he showed up. You I know that's, you know, that, that is the proper respectful thing to do. We got it. We got an extra menu at the barbecue place, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The waitress took it away after a while, but oh, that sucks. You we know, had an extra one there just in case. You know, what actually would have been terrible um, is we're lucky that they don't treat it like new york and chicago where they go all right is your whole party here uh, <laughs> you go "Ooh, we're still we're waiting for one and they go Ooh, we can't see you till he shows up and you're like dude i hate oh, that shit so much <laughs> right. but like yeah when when the because me and com got to the barbecue place early and we sat down before and yeah. we had a, we had like a third menu mm-hmm. and the witch was like oh like you expecting one more we're like yeah she's like oh yeah no big deal and i was like whoa this is nice. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, this, this is good. <laughs> wow, we can wow. sit down. Like, and have, wow. Yeah, it's, it's, I know, it's crazy. It's crazy. You, can always, you, you can always do what we did in New York, where we're like, yeah, yeah, uh, this is, after we waited for it, we're like, this is everyone. They seat us. And then, dude, they were so pissed. They at were us. so mad. So we were, we're in New York and we go to this tea place and um, we're kind of waiting for everyone to get there, where everyone's kind of coming in at different times. And so it starts off where it's just 
me, Skinky, and Gabla waiting for everyone. Um, and slowly everyone's showing up, and we're waiting for Calm, who's taking forever <laughs> because because he, he got can, lost on the subway. He didn't get lost. A a a captain um, pointed him down. Oh, a ship captain. <laughs> a ship captain. A, a, a seafaring gentleman. <laughs> a seafaring ship captain pointed Said, him in the wrong subway direction. Exactly. Put him on the wrong subway car. <laughs> um, and so, so Com was a little bit delayed. And so <laughs> we sit down and then Com gets there. And we go back to the waitress like, oh, we have one more person. Can we please expand the table? Mm. Oh, she was not happy with us. So very um, angry. Yeah. Because no. you know why? She she got angry because we actually got past the system. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we 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 did it. We did it. We are we are champions of the uh Because what are they gonna say? No. Your friend is standing there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like what are you what are you gonna do? Yeah, and we'd already I think we'd already ordered food at that point, so it's like they can't just tell us like you now have to leave. Like they yeah, can't no, it was ridiculous. Like, come on. Exactly. Would they, you know the best would have been is if she's like, Yeah, hold on, and like makes calm sit by himself over in the corner. <laughs> like <laughs> No, no, he can't sit with you, but I could find him somewhere to sit. Sitting at the wall, like facing the wall. <laughs> yeah, doesn't he? Hey, even... guys. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Kam is like, I'm used to doing this to the kids that I'm a principal of. This is this is weird for me to be put in the Detention. <laughs> it was oh, weird that they my... gave him the dunce hat, too. I didn't really get that. but Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't either. So <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was rough. I wonder... You know, because my biggest regret from New York that we, we talked about is um, that when I went to the tea place, it, it was like an Alice in Wonderland theme thing, mm-hmm. and um, I I was promised something and it didn't happen. We walk into the tea place, and yes. This uh, this this person next to us got the deluxe treatment of fairy dust and uh, fairy wings. And, and by person, he means like a ten year old girl. Who is also a person, Stanky? <laughs> and I didn't get that. So I like to imagine that when Tom walked in, they gave him the wings and the little the little magic fairy dust and uh-huh. before he came up to see us. That's why he was sparkling a little bit. But uh He did have a bit of sparkle in his eyes. Yes. No, he, well he always does. He always does. So But uh but very cool. And how long how long were you in Dallas for? Uh Friday? Nice. Friday, and I just got back like a couple hours ago. We're on Sunday now. Yeah, so Friday, Saturday, and then flew back Sunday. Mm-hmm. Very cool. How was the weather? Terrible. Yeah, you know, all the nice things, that, all the all the very interesting things that people listen to Shenanigans for. Honestly, it was, it was they they told me that it was very very um like the the weather was not normal. It's oh, very really? abnormal weather. Uh, I got there and. It was like kind of misty, rainy. Oh gosh! And then that night when we went out to eat, like mm-hmm. it was thunderstorm. Like no way, really. Lightning, thunder, pouring rain. Mm-hmm. Um, just humid as shit. It, oh, it was man. actually yeah. It was um, it it was kind of crappy weather. That sucks. Yeah, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. At least you're back home now where it's nice and beautiful. I'm back home where it's overcast and 60 degrees. Yeah, it's like 
what is it what is it right now here it's 67 and bright sunny clear skies it's gorgeous in chicago at the moment so well hopefully the bright clear skies will come to us next yeah, I, I think that's how it works. That they, right? they stop in Chicago for a little bit, and then they move their way to New York for for their 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 winter vacation home. Well, <laughs> they have a they have a timeshare here. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> it's oh mm, my god, meteorology's fun. <laughs> it's so it's so great. It's just an absolute blast. Um, but speaking of that, I, I'm curious. I don't know if I know the answer to this. Uh, what is your favorite season? Fall. Ooh, I like fall. Okay, rank your seasons in in order: fall, spring, summer, winter. Oh, skanky. Why? Okay, first of all, started off okay, but like fall, obviously, spring? No, the best is it. It goes winter, fall, spring, summer. Summer's just by far the worst. Um, I don't think summer's the worst. Summer is the worst. It's so damn hot, no matter what. Like it's just not. It's like it's like muggy and you're like sweaty and it's humid and like you're walking around with as little clothing as possible and you're still like yeah, I just want to hate everything. Um, like fall and spring, at least it's nice and cool. And it's, I don't know that fall is definitely better than spring hands down. Um, I'll say that, but like, at least with winter, it's like you have snow, it's pretty, you can put on all the layers. You have like hot cocoa and hot mixed drinks and like ciders, spiked ciders. And, oh, I, I love winter, man. Why can't you have that during spring or summer? Because it's not the same. It's just not Why? the same. Hot cocoa in the summer, you just want to die. I just don't... I, I don't like winter, man. I, I just like... It's just... What don't you the, like about winter? The, the snow and the... It's, snow is great. It's so pretty and beautiful. Yeah, and, it's beautiful when you're looking at it. Yeah, yeah, or walking through it. No. It's great. Yes, yes. It's if it's cold, then like I'm not. It's just. <sighs> See, here's the thing: is I I like rain. I like looking at rain. I think rain for me is snow for most people. I like to go. I like to watch the rain, but the second I have to go out in the rain, I'm like, this is miserable. At least with the snow, if I go out in the snow, I don't walk into somewhere soaking wet. I guess that's true. That's a, that's why I really prefer snow over rain, um, but. I, I can which, understand that. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Especially because I don't have to drive in the snow. Like, snow is not really a big problem for me anymore. Yeah. I just, I love I, it I'm so sticking much. with mine. I'm sticking with mine. You know, like, I think, I think also, like, part of the reason I love winter so much is that when I think of winter, I have, like, the picturesque postcard, like, cabin in the middle of the forest with, like, snow over everything. And then, like, the window is glowing and there's a little of, like, like the nice warm inside and there's a little bit of smoke coming out of the chimney. And you just know that you're going to open that door and it's, like, the warm embrace is going to, like, pull you in and you're just going to be happy and comfy. <sighs> yeah, that is a really good Ernest Hemingway novel. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh man Jesus so. that description was really hardcore there Uncle I told I just really love winter okay I just can see really, that just really love winter yeah I really, really love winter so um so skanky yeah I think this week I'm trying something new all right what's this new thing you're trying I think 
I'm going to take a class to build a bike. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there's this place near me that offers like an eight-week class, and you build a bike from scratch. That's so cool. I'm pretty sure I'm going to sign up for it. I haven't done it yet, but I think if I do, I'm going to have to I'll keep you updated with the bike building process, and I'll send you a picture of my bike when it's over. Oh, please! I think that would be fun. I think that'd be. I think that'd be really, really cool. I think be... I got into bikes a long, not that long ago, like a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty cool hobby. It is a cool to get I, into. You and I have very similar like hobbies, like very yeah. Like, the Venn diagram of skanky hobbies and Emco hobbies is almost just a circle. Yeah, we have to do something about that. Yeah, we, we gotta, gotta, we gotta we, get we gotta get different hobbies. We gotta branch out, and try new things. Yeah, yeah. So the hard part's finding something else that we won't we wouldn't both enjoy doing. Yeah, right. Because the second that like one of us is like, "Ooh, I'm trying," Ooh, this, I want to like, do that. that. Yeah, that sounds cool. I'll try that out too. Oh yeah! Wow, <laughs> let's do it together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. yes, let's do it together miles yeah. and miles away. Yeah, so that's a good it's idea. It's got to be something on the internet then. <laughs> or we just like really get into travel. We, we could get into we could get into travel. We could do like travel vlogs. Oh, together. we could be like one of those couples on YouTube that do yeah. like travel vlogs. Oh, that'd be so cute. That would be cute. Yeah, I think that'd be that'd be awesome. Hey that'd guys, awesome. we're taking the train today. It's eight hours long. We have first class tickets. Like we could, like we could, we could sell that. That is, I'm so down. I'm so down. <laughs> let's let's do it. This sounds great. This sounds great. This sounds perfect. <laughs> I uh, I was there's a there's a book coming out, or it, I think it's actually already came out. Um, from someone that lived in Chicago, and she. It's called, I believe it's called Night Moves. And she is, it's like kind of like a memoir about her years in Chicago and about, it's like stories about her exploring the city, like on her bike and like the various things that she saw. And she wrote, she did um, reviews of music for one of the local papers. And so it's like kind of talking about like the different things she saw, the different parties she went to, the different like concerts she went to from the year she was in Chicago. And so I'm really looking forward to reading that. But like part of me like kind of wants to like just document more of the stuff I do around the city just so like when i you know like five ten years down the road i can look back on it and be like oh my gosh remember that time that i did xyz and look at like pictures videos or just like keep a journal about whatever it is that happened i think that'd be cool to look back on so m cole we gotta get you into a good hobby okay we're gonna we're gonna get you into film photography Because then you can document shit. You can carry your cool camera around and be like a hipster. You get a cool strap for it. You be on your bike. Okay, so film is tough. I was into photography in college. I still have my DSLR somewhere around here. I don't know where it is. I think it's in a closet. Why is film tough? Because where am I going to develop the film at? Dude, I got I got you covered. You're in New York. <laughs> no, you're not gonna send it to me. You're gonna send it to these guys that I know. Oh, you, oh, you got a you got a film guy. I got a film God, guy. You always have people, man. <laughs> I'm always impressed at the depth of your bench. <laughs> I know people. 
You do. I do. You do. It's, I swear. It's like everything. Like I'm always like come out. So like, oh, I got. I got a guy for that. I got. You're, you're like a total New Yorker. <laughs> like I know people. <laughs> I got. I got a guy for that. I got a guy for that. I got a guy, got for, a that. guy for that. So, oh my gosh. All right. So I bet you, you I there are places in Chicago too that develop film. Probably. Probably. There's so many hipsters around here. Or you can learn how to do it yourself. No, because I don't have anywhere to set up an area to develop film. You got a bathroom? You need to come visit me so you can see the size <laughs> of my bathroom. I, I hey, kid you hey, not. I've seen people do it in less of a probable. I don't know how big your bathroom is. So I'm not sure. Okay, so I'm going I'm gonna, my bathroom is kind. It's it's very unique. I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna describe it to you. Um, do you have you ever seen or no? I'm pretty sure this is how. Almost every place I've lived has that, but like the tub shower combo. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the bottom's the tub and it's got a shower head in it. So you can either take a shower in it or you could take a bath. Right. Yeah. I, I have that, but to save on space, it's a tub shower sink combo all in one. Like, huh? That, that, like, that is, that's, that, that's, it and like the toilet's kind of shoved off to the side of it like there's no room in it like it's it's not even it's actually not even a room like you kind of just pull a curtain back and now you're in the bathroom we're gonna make it work we're gonna make it work we're gonna make it work all right all right or dude i literally looked up in two seconds right now yeah places to develop film you also have an awesome camera store by you oh yeah called central camera company Since 1899, buddy. They even have a huge sign on the front that says, we do film. (laughs) All right? They got a whole bunch of cool cameras in there. Uh All right? Yeah. This guy in this photo, he's waving. He's like a bald guy. He's like old. He's waving at the camera. He looks like a very friendly guy. Now, why should I do film instead of digital photography? It's just a different process. It's a little different. I mean, it's, it's up to you, but I don't know. Film is a little... It's. I, I think it's cool because digital is so, like, you could take as many digital photos as you like, right? Which yeah. is why people use digital, right? Yeah. But with film, you think about it a little bit more because mm-hmm. every every shot you take costs you money. Okay. Okay, I see that. So oh, that's a good what, point. You only take photos that you find are worth it. Yeah. Plus, film photo, they just look better. And you have different... You have different kinds of film that you can use depending mm-hmm. on what kind of photos you want to take. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. You're selling me. Can I get a Polaroid camera? Um, yeah. Sweet. You can get a Polaroid camera. I, I mean, the film will be pretty expensive. Yeah, but then I got to make then That means the photos are going to be even better. You just really don't want to develop make, them. Yeah, I don't have to develop them. And I'm going to make sure that it really counts. You know what my problem would be, actually? Actually, I now think that film photography is going to be terrible for me. Because I feel like I would never take a photo of anything because I'm not sure that that is the shot that is going to be worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just, I'll be, ooh, that's really cool. I can really make that. I'm like, no, nope, nope, it's not worth it. Like, it's just not going to be right. Like, we'll we'll wait, we'll wait. That's funny you say that because that's one of my problems. Yeah. (laughs) I I have, like, rarely ever finished a roll of film. (laughs) I have, I have film in my camera from like four years ago <laughs> where I still haven't finished the role because I'm not sure if it's worth it 
That's like I have, so awesome. Yeah, it's not awesome. It really sucks. It's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's if you ever good. finish that role, like there's probably some gems on there that's gonna be so cool to see when they are developed. Yeah, actually, probably. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? Like, oh yeah, remember that one time where I did that one thing? And, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be so cool. That'd, that'd be so kind of cool. cool. That would be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, you got some great stuff going on in Chicago. All right, all right. We'll see. Maybe I'll... No, because then that does a, that's an investment in equipment that I have to do. Oh, I'm going to send you the cameras that you need to buy. Yes, okay. If I can get I'll the send cameras... You, I'll send you... I'll even send you a camera. Lo- loan me one camera, and then I'll do some film photography for a little yeah. bit, and we'll see how it turns out. Okay. I got this. this okay, is this good. is this could actually turn out to be pretty cool. This could work. This could work. Um, one thing this reminds me of is one thing that I think is it's really cool to see, like talking, bringing the film thing back to the bike thing. Um, one cool thing to see with like the bike hobbies is going to like the Chicago bike subreddit is um, they do this thing that's like a bike tag. And what you'll do is you'll ride out your your bike somewhere and you'll take a picture of your bike in some place and you'll post it. And then the next person um, that wants to continue it on, they have to bring their bike to wherever you took your bike picture at, take a picture of that one and then post a second picture. That's their picture that the next person has to go find. Um, and so it's really cool. Cause you see a whole bunch of different stuff around the city, but also some people take some really damn cool photos with their bikes just out in the world of Chicago. Um, ah. And so it's really, really, really fun. You probably might, I believe there's a whole bunch of them because the Chicago bike subreddit took this idea from, I think, like the Austin bike subreddit. But a lot of the major cities have this going on in their bike community subreddits. And uh-huh. it's just, it's really cool to go through and see different photos of different areas around the city that people go out and explore to and take pictures of their bike with. So um, I think one thing I would actually do, because one thing I have a hard time with is I don't always know where it is that they took the picture of, right? Like, Mm -hmm. or like I might recognize it and I'm like, I can't put my finger on where that was. I'm like, I know I've seen this, but I don't know exactly where it's at. But what I could do because it's all the answers are revealed with the next post, I, I think it's up to like 300 something in Chicago I can go back to the last 300 some posts and I think it'd be cool to like kind of map all those out and then just spend like kind of make it like my goal like over the next X months to kind of go through and hit a lot of these different bike tags across Chicago I think that'd be a cool thing to do that Um, does sound kind of cool and kind of gets you out to explore the city a little more because there is something about exploring the city on foot and on bike that's a little bit different than exploring it a different way like you just you kind of take in more you stumble across like just cool looking things different street art um, stuff like that that you wouldn't necessarily see if you're on transit or car um, yeah. So it's just, and you can kind of, you just stop whenever you want, right? Oh, I see something cool. I literally just pull over, hop off, and take a look at it and check it out, and then hop back on my bike and keep going. Where, if, especially if you're in car, if you're in a car, it's like, oh, I can't stop because there's nowhere for me to park to get out to go do that. And if you're on transit, you're never gonna see it because you're underground or above ground and going very, very fast. Mm-hmm. Like, so, um, but yeah, I think I think that might be something that I do is kind of collect all those and maybe I think you can make like custom Google map stuff and make certain points and then just mm-hmm. kind of go out and explore and hit up a bunch of those different places. So 
This kind of reminds me of a thing that I found a little frustrating when I was in Dallas. Yeah. Dallas, the downtown area, mm-hmm. has been overridden with, huh, no pun, overridden, or no pun intended, with those electric scooters. I was just about to talk about that, but yes, tell me about it. <laughs> Dude, that, that shit is so annoying. Okay, lay it on me. Tell me all about it. I need to know. Okay, they have, like, those two scooters there, like, the Lime and the Bird mm-hmm. or whatever the hell they're called. Yeah. And, like, I feel bad because maybe some people use these scooters mm-hmm. that listen to the podcast. But, like, the only people that I saw using those kind of scooters in Dallas mm-hmm. were just, like, douchey-looking people. Like... <laughs> They're just like it was like this thirty year old like tech guy mm-hmm. like like just like like literally going thirty on a sidewalk <laughs> and like he thought he was so cool and he skid the scooter at the end and like waved at a car. I was like, who the fuck are you? Like, what are you doing? Okay, break down the scooters for people that don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So in some big cities, um, does Chicago have them or no? Uh, not really yet. They're popping up, um, but they seem to be, from what I can tell, contained around events. So like if a okay. concert's going on somewhere, all of a sudden a whole bunch of them will be dropped right there, and then they'll disappear like a few weeks later. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so – I think like San Francisco got hit really hard with this mm-hmm. and San some other Jose places, also. San Jose, all that. Yeah. So there are these scooters, like they're electric scooters that are like razor scooters mm-hmm. and they're all GPS located. Um, and all you have to do is download an app. And then I think you, you like rent a scooter, but there isn't like a, there isn't like a one spot to pick up. Mm-hmm. The scooter, kind of like how you, like a bike share program, like city bikes or something like that. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work like that. It's like people just drop them wherever, and you can go and rent a scooter wherever, mm-hmm. wherever you find one. Yeah, um, and they're causing a headache for a lot of cities because like they're just piling up places. There's no like people are just throwing them on the side of sidewalks and like. And then people are going really fast with them on on sidewalks too, and knocking into people, and it's just like causing this huge debate about what to do with the damn scooters. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had them in Dallas. It was the first time I actually saw them really in person because in New York we don't have that because we don't have fucking room for that shit. We, we don't have enough room <laughs> yeah. for people walking, let alone right. some guy going thirty on a scooter. Um, Did you ride one? No. Okay. I didn't. I walked okay. everywhere. Yeah. And let me tell you. It was fine. I got my activity goal on my watch. I was healthy. I saw some people like I, I would guess though, like if you're a tourist somewhere, mm-hmm. it might be kind of fun to like if you want to see a lot of things in one day, you take a scooter. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Okay. I got I got a whole bunch of stuff I need to run down with you real quick. All right. Go for it. Um First of all, I just want to make sure that we're all very clear on this. You walked everywhere. You did not ride a horse. No horses. Oh, okay. I'm no horses. Um, I was actually, I didn't see a single horse when I was there. No shit, really? Not a single horse. Yeah. Well, just like the 
open carry of weapons. I'll show you a horse in Chicago. Uh, there's I see horses the, in New York. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love how it's like you go to Texas, no horses. Go to like New York and Chicago, horses. <laughs> Unfortunately, I see horses in New York. <laughs> yeah, right. And they're they're just a nuisance, just going through all the fields, prancing uh, around. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, terrible. God, it's like yeah. Anyways, um, second thing, Skanky, can you be my Apple Watch friend and we can share activity with each other? Yeah, we can do that. I've been looking for some. I literally just talked about this I forgot today. that that was a thing. Right, That's in the it new is. update? The new in, no, in the update? new update, we could do challenges with each other. The only oh, person challenges. I know or like I was thinking about with an Apple Watch is my brother, but he doesn't wear his anymore, and I have no one to. But now I do. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you're going to win all the time. That's fine. Because that's, <laughs> that, that's why you want to do it. No, no, but I think so. You can win. No, no, we'll, we'll see. We gotta see how it works. We gotta see how it works. It might not All work right. that way. We'll figure. We'll figure it out. But I'm so excited right now because uh, every single day I get a notification. Sean won again. <laughs> you really got to pick up the pace. Like I'm just gonna throw out my Apple Watch. <laughs> yes. All right, great. Uh, I'm oh, very, okay. I'm very excited for this. Super. I'm very excited for this. Um. Okay. Now to the scooters. Um. Have you heard about how they recharge these things? No, I actually have no idea how they recharge. It's, I think this is really kind of interesting. Um, they, because I, I forget where I read the article somewhere about it, and um, what they what they do is it's like it's like the gig economy, like Uber, but it's like on a different side of it. And so what they do is they pay people to go out and collect the scooters and charge them. And so if you signed up for it, like they have like weird punny type names. Um, but like, if you signed up for like the bird one, um, they would mail you a charger for the bird scooter. And then, um, at the end of the day, you, uh, you can pull up the app and it shows you where low battery bird scooters are and you go and you collect them and then you bring them home and then you charge them overnight. And then they tell you where they want you to put the scooters the next morning. So they, might be like we want you to drop off like five in this location or something like that and then they pay you based on how much you charge each of the scooters which i think is really interesting yeah i think i think i think one of them i think lime might be that you bring it back home and i think bird might be that you bring it back to like a, a nest quote unquote like one like a warehouse and a just nest. Drop it off there. <laughs> i tell you it's like weirdly funny um these guys which i which i was thinking is kind of interesting now do you want to hear my opinion on these scooters yes give them to me you probably love them i do um, I knew you would I love do. them. You want you want to know why? There's there's yeah. there's one there is one very there's there's a whole bunch of reasons of why I love these scooters. Um, but the thing that really encapsulated it for me was I overhearing two people talking about it, um, and that they had ridden the scooter, um, and they thought it was really great, but they had some problems with it. And their problems were, like you said, they're like, they're like, it's not cool to be riding on the sidewalks with all these people going that fast. And they go, but it's so goddamn dangerous to ride in the street with the cars. And I sit there thinking, as someone that rides his bike in the street with the cars, I know exactly what you're talking about. And then they say, we wish the cities would put more and more bike lanes in so we can ride the scooters in the bike lanes. And I'm like, fuck yes. I'm like, please, like, 
if the cities would be like, okay, how do we fix the problem where we don't want the scooters on the sidewalk and it's too dangerous for them to be with the cars, put them in bike lanes. And if they make more bike lanes, it works great for me. Um, and I think that's what the solution is because these people shouldn't be riding on a sidewalk just like anyone that rides a bike should not be riding their bike on the sidewalk. They should be riding in the street with the cars and the best solution is to have dedicated bike lanes. A lot of these people that are riding scooters um, and the reason why they can work out really, really well is it's like the last part of the transportation puzzle, right? It gives you a reason to ride public transit if you can then hop off the public transit and ride the scooter for the last little bit from wherever your stop is to wherever you work at, right? So if you're not right on one of the lines, it kind of makes it accessible to you. And these people that are riding the scooters are not people that would be riding a bike. So it's not like, it's not like oh, instead of doing a car or something else, I should get a bike. Those people would never do that, but they might ride a scooter. And so it gets more cars off the road and gives people alternative transportation options. And then if we have more and more people that do that, then it gives in the cities more incentive to build out infrastructure that aren't centered around cars, that are centered around bikes, scooters, and pedestrians. And that makes me happy. It makes my life better. So I love the scooters for that reason. They're a huge nuisance right now. But part of the reason that they're a nuisance is because cities aren't you know, properly built in the way that kind of facilitates this types of transportation, in my opinion. I agree and I disagree. Okay. I don't like these scooters because there's no designated area to put them. Mm -hmm. And you can't resolve that because it's literally part of their business model to mm -hmm. not have a designated area for the scooters. Yeah. So, like, people use them because... They they take the scooter to work and they don't have to bring it anywhere. They just leave it on the sidewalk. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then it just becomes annoying for every everyone else who's walking. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, one thing that they could do that would fix that, um, is, or possibly kind of help alleviate the problem is so in Chicago, um, we have the Divi Bike Share program, and it works the same way that New York City's does, where you have the docks. And then you ride your bike from dock to dock. But on the south side of Chicago, they're piloting dockless bike share, um, where the bike can be anywhere and you just pick it up and you ride it away. I believe, was it Denver that I was in that has dockless bike share? I'm pretty sure Denver had this with their Nike bikes. Um, and... With the difference is that in Denver's, you can just leave the bike anywhere. But in Chicago, they didn't want to do that. And so, what they have in Chicago is that it's dockless bike share, but at the end of your bike ride, it, the bike has to be secured to some type of parking. And so, what mm -hmm. they do is they do have bike share, the dockless bike share, but they have docks for them, which are just regular bike parking docks where you just have to lock it up to that. But the alternative is you can lock it to like poles or basically what anyone that rides a bike without a bike share does like you just lock it up to some other immovable object and so what they could do with the scooters is that at the end of your ride it has to be secured to something and so it that would at least prevent some of the there's random ass scooters in the middle of the sidewalk where people are trying to walk around because they'll at least try and get them off to the sides mounted and secured to something else and that could help alleviate that part of the problem it, it could it could help it could help I always like the um the But then go on. No, go. Oh no, I real quick though. Like I there's uh the Instagram accounts of the 
the of people posting funny pictures of the scooter ones and you see uh-huh. people like ending the trip where it's just up in a tree <laughs> like it's just because you can just Ridiculous. leave the scooter anywhere it's, so it's like weird. in the most random parts but that always cracks me up but anyways what, what were you saying but i was gonna say but that may take away from your biking friends it's true it's true who need to lock up their bikes yeah no i agree um there was there but this is and this is kind of where i get back to the it's inconvenient in the short term but it could help out the overall infrastructure so i think it was like it was it, it stopped for the last three and a half four years but before that chicago had a system that if you thought that there should be um, bike parking um, somewhere for you to lock up your bike in a certain part, you can request it. And then the city was really good about coming out. And as long as it was on a public sidewalk, they would drill in and put in like the U-shaped uh, bike stand, right? So you yeah. can lock up your bike to it, um, which is great because there's so many businesses that benefit from this. And if you are a business that a lot of people bike to, so you see this like with a lot of breweries, they can request like a full on bike rack that holds like, you know, 10, 15 bikes. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the past few years, like three years, Chicago has pretty much stopped that. Um, the, the company, the city services that would come out to do it haven't installed any new bike racks in the city. Um, but if all of a sudden there's this huge demand because of the scooters and it's taking away from the bikers, there's more pressure on the city to say, look, all of a sudden you've introduced all these people that now have to lock up. Then can you please start putting in more bike racks again, which a bike rack for the city is damn cheap. It's one piece of metal bolted into the ground, right? Like, Mm. And so at least at least it kind of gets more of that going on, which as of right now, when bike racks are taken out because maybe they're destroyed or something else happened, they don't always replace them anymore because they're not putting in new bike racks in the city. Yeah. And so while I agree, it will take away from us, like the bike community. Um, It could help us out in the long term, because, like I said, the more people that are taking alternative forms of transportation compared to cars, then the stronger that base of people in the city becomes. All right, well, you know, do you, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, but it'll be, it'll be, it is kind of interesting. It, I think one thing that's interesting about it is they're definitely taking the Uber and Lyft approach where it was, we're going to do this and then we'll ask for forgiveness and work with the cities afterwards instead of being like, hey, we want to come to your city. What do you want us to do? Right. And they're just, dropping these things in and then kind of letting the city figure it out um which one really big downside for that is you do have like san francisco does where they just banned them where they just said these aren't allowed here anymore because we Mm -hmm. don't know how this is they're creating problems and we don't want to address it or we don't know how to address it where at least if the scooter companies went to them beforehand and said this is what we want to do and here's how we think it's going to add value then maybe there would have been a little bit more progress um so I don't know why they haven't just dumped hundreds of them in the Chicagoland area, but I don't know. I, I, I embrace it. I, I think it'd be a good thing for us. Fine. Whatever. We'll see. We'll see. It could we be, have it to could... disagree. Otherwise, this podcast would be boring. It's true. Right, exactly. But it could be, it truly could be that they that I wake up tomorrow and there's hundreds of them across the loop. And next week I get on the podcast, I'm like, you're right. Fuck the scooters. <laughs> Like that absolutely could happen. It so, could happen. It's very possible, but all right. Well, when they yeah. come to Chicago, we'll see what you think. Yeah. 
You know, it, what I, you know, it's, I think it's, it's just, this is really cracking me up. That was really literally on my list of things to talk about in today's episodes. And I had no idea that this was going to come up from you. That's funny. That's actually <laughs> so, really funny. Serendipity, man. Serendipity. But, um, Oh, very cool. Very cool. Uh, real quick, I wanted to talk about one thing that I tried to bring up last week, but I completely blanked on it in the middle of the podcast. Yeah. Um, so uh, a week ago, you were playing the beta of the new Call of Duty BR mode um, yes. called something. And I was blackout I was blackout called blackout. And I was curious to get your uh Get your input, your thoughts on it um, as two things, as a big COD player, but also like you're you're in this nice intersection of you're a big COD player, but you're also a huge BR player um, at various times. So I'm curious mm-hmm. to get your input on what you thought of the of Blackout. It, uh, so I was very, very harsh with Call of Duty with the, when the trailer came out. Mm hmm. Uh, because I didn't think a Call of Duty BR game would work, and it was kind of just like, uh, they're feeding in on the hype of BR right now, and it's just going to like oversaturate this whole market, and it's just not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played it, and I was wrong. Oh, yeah? Oh, tremendously wrong, because that game was really good, and they did a really, really good job at incorporating all the things of Call of Duty within a Battle Royale game that made it competitive and also fast-paced and fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very cool. So, like... Yeah, go on. So, like, the the perk system in the game. Like, you know Mm -hmm. how Call of Duty... I don't know. Maybe you don't know. But Call of Duty has, like, perks that you choose. Okay. And they give you, like... Different abilities. So, like, older Call of Duties, they had, like, Marathon, which makes you run run, uh, farther. Or, like... Um, Jesus, sleight of hand makes you reload faster. Like there's like mm-hmm. different perks. Now, in this BR mode, you pick up perks as oh, okay, like equipment on the ground. Oh, that's cool. And they're timed. Oh, so you would pick up something, and like I can't think of any any off the top of my head. But oh, like uh, what is it? Um dead silence or something which mm-hmm. makes your footsteps silent okay you click it and then it's on for like 300 seconds okay so after that the the perk expires and then you would have to you can you could activate another perk if you wanted to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it kind of it kind of makes the game strategic because like you're popping off like these different perks like in your top five situation to try to get the advantage over everyone else, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it still goes in with like the looting aspect and all that. But like, uh, like it was, it was actually just very, it was very, very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and the shooting was different because it's not like the point to point shooting that you would regularly have in Call of Duty. Um, like there, you have to lead your shots in some cases. And they, you know, in this Call of Duty, they, they made it so that there are different, um, shooting patterns, bullet patterns and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's some there's a whole bunch of new things to learn in this Call of Duty. It's actually very fun. The only thing that I hated about Blackout is that it's still not out and that it was a beta and that I can't play it right now. <laughs> yes. It's shit because they didn't give it to me today. <laughs> exactly. Like they just teased us with this really, really fun game. And uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens when it fully comes out mm-hmm. because Call of Duty has been notorious for having amazing betas and then mm-hmm. changing a whole bunch of shit for the full release and yeah. then everyone hating it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, that'll be we'll it'll be interesting see. to see what happens. But it looks at least it looks at least promising. So especially I, I for a VR be. mode. Yes, I think a lot of people are going to play the BR mode. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that's really been annoying me though is people on Twitter, like even like big Call of Duty, quote unquote big Call of Duty YouTubers, mm-hmm. who are like, like Activision make it free to play, <laughs> and it's just like, hey, I love free to play games more like as much as anyone else, but like yeah. not every single. BR game or a game in general needs to be free to play mm-hmm. and have skins like yeah. to, like I just I just hope that that's not going to be like this thing now mm-hmm. that everyone expects these kind of games to be free to play mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. skins to dominate it. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I I hear you on that one. I hear you on that one. It's it is it feels I I I see a lot of benefits of it and I think we've talked about it on a previous episode. Um I do see a lot. There are a lot of benefits of free to play, but it's also refreshing at times to not have a free to play game. Um, and I feel like if I feel like if you look at the stuff out there, one of the ones that sticks out as being able to pull it off as not free to play is Call of Duty. Um, yeah. Like it's popular enough. Like and they have like they have a way to get people into the game um, that they. And they offer enough of a variety of different game modes that they can get people in and buy the game, and then they don't have to offer BR for free, right? Like the mm-hmm. big reason that the big reason that, in my opinion, that BR should would ever ever should be free to play is to be able to get the user base from day one, um, to get people in so that you at least have enough people competing to play the BR mode and actually have it enjoyable. Um, but if there's enough people that play Call of Duty, which has proven in the past that, I mean, heck, like you, you are one of the best examples. Um, like you used to say, like you would, you would say to yourself, I'm not going to buy the next Call of Duty. And then nine times out of 10, you went out and bought the next Call of Duty, right? <laughs> like, like yeah. there, there, there are so many people like you out there that are going to do it, that they're, that Activision isn't going to have that problem that they're not going to have the player base for it. And so if that's the case, then charge money for the game and don't go free to play like everyone else on there. Fortnite had no choice but to go free to play or else why would anyone have switched from you know, PUBG, H1Z1, and everything else to Fortnite, right? Like, they might like a few of the things that make it unique, but if it was, like, a $50, $60 game, I doubt that 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 would become as popular as it was today. Um, Plus, they already had a game that was out. Yeah, yeah, they already had a game that was out. That was, A, they remember, because they they sold it for a certain price to then go free-to-play later, which is what ended up what happened. Yeah. it's so it's not like you know like for some I can see that you need to you need to have it to be free to play but for others like and if, especially if you're a big AAA tight you know game title like just go charge the base price and don't do skins and let people in. Yeah, and Activision always with Call of Duty they they kind of I guess maybe it's a little old fashioned now but mm-hmm. they they always measured their success of their Call of Duty games by their amount of pre orders. Okay, yeah. And pre-ordering was like a huge thing in Call of Duty, and every single year they try to force you to pre-order more, mm-hmm. and they kind of use the betas. I wouldn't even be surprised to be honest. Like I don't even know how much they actually like advice they take from people mm-hmm. who play during these betas. Um, besides, like they probably only do these betas so that it's a it's an incentive for for people to pre-order. <laughs> yeah, I see, yeah, I can see that. Um, at, at this point, it's not like they really need to 
test servers anymore, right? They've, there's been enough Call of Duty releases that they... I think Activision has that down. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure. So I hope. I would yeah, hope. Yeah, so... Interesting, interesting. I didn't pre But it's fun. I'm going to be playing it a lot. Okay. So. That way, maybe. What if they botch it for release? Then I will not be playing it a lot. Okay. So it's possible you'll be playing it a lot. <laughs> there's a good possibility that I will... As long as they keep it mostly the same... Mm-hmm. I will be playing it a lot. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited. I might try it out. I might try it out. Hey. I'm not a big BR person, but I like the Call of Duty game modes I played with you. So mm-hmm. I could see myself playing the game for those game modes and then being like tempted to try out BR a few times if I can just switch over to that, right? Like, oh, I'll launch up Call of Duty. I got, I'll play a few games. It's like, oh, well, you know, Skanky's in BR right now at like 930 on a Sunday night instead of editing Shenantics. Like maybe I'll hop in <laughs> with him for a few hours. So Ouch. that hurts, man. That hurts. <laughs> no, no, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. I'm, you should, you should have hobbies. <laughs> This is my hobby. Oh, shit. I don't know that. <laughs> I'm putting other hobbies in front of this hobby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. Oh. All right, Skanky. I got a question for you. All right, I have an answer. It's food finish time. Of course it is. So you, you've, already, you've already mentioned on it, which made me a little bit sad, but we're coming back to it. I, tell me about the food that you ate down in Dallas. I want to hear about this barbecue. All right, barbecue. We had barbecue last night. Okay. Calm got the dry ribs. All right. He's a smart man. Webb got the uh, sausages. Oh, God, yes. Okay, go on. And I got pulled pork. Ooh, no brisket and on any of you. That, no that brisket makes... on us. No brisket. I'm surprised, um, but go on. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, if you were there, you would have got that. Yes. Um, yeah. No, Nesto, that's what Nesto's spot was held for, the brisket. We even ordered him a brisket, but he didn't show up. So. <laughs> he didn't show up, so it's just... <laughs> just left it out. We left it out in front of the Ikea, so maybe you'll pick it up. <laughs> next to the meatballs? Ne- it's the Ikea yeah, next meatballs to the meatballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so they had, like, different barbecue sauces and stuff on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I tried them all out, and nice. um, I had this one that was, like, sweet and spicy. Okay. Like, a little bit of... Uh, it was real good. Nice. And the full spicy one was also amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, we we all, like, tried out the different sauces and stuff, and it, it was pretty awesome, to be honest. I, my shirt smelled like barbecue, though, for, like... Oh, yes. It, it, was, it was good. It was pretty good, not gonna lie. <laughs> that kind of that reminds me of, like, when you go to, like, a campfire, and your clothes smell like campfire the next yes. day. Yes, I mean, it little... was exactly like that. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I will say, I big props to Webb. I, I like I like getting this the sausage when you go to a uh, to a barbecue place. I'm I'm I over I don't have self control. Um especially with barbecue. Uh-huh. Because I'd be like, Oh, this all looks so good. This all looks so good. I'll get like, can I get a, a pound of brisket and then can I get a side of a half pound of sausage. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Like just give me going in all the meat, please. And the hard thing is the hard thing I have is with like a lot of times when you go to barbecue, you have the, um, the, the home style sides that like, they look so good, like a Mac and cheese or something. And you're like, I want that. But you know, you know, deep down, all that mac and cheese is doing is taking up room that precious barbecue be, could be taking mm-hmm. up in your stomach. 
So it's like your torrent is like, oh, that side's going to be amazing. But on the other hand, I could fit in more of the side of sausage. <laughs> that I'm kidding. That's true. I, we, I had a side of coleslaw mm-hmm. and baked beans. Nice. Which was just <sighs> delectable. Oh, baked beans, man. I actually might get barbecue for dinner. I was between, Look at that. That was between pizza and barbecue. Get barbecue pizza. Ooh, I might actually do that. Barbecue chicken pizza, baby. I might, I might actually do that. Hmm. Okay, I got two things I need to follow up with you on on food finish. I'm gonna call it a night. Okay. Um, first of all, you got the pulled pork. Uh, this week, I had a very big pork adventure myself that I oh. want want to describe to you. Um, oh, describe in detail, please. There is this restaurant in Chicago that's closing down at the end of the month. And they told us like a two weeks ago. Um, it's called the Silver Palm. And it's one of the highlights of it is that Anthony Bourdain um, went there and you know reviewed one of the uh, sandwiches there that he, he dubbed it the greatest sandwich in America. And wow. so I've never been there before. Uh, I've seen it and gone by it a few times. They have like a train car that you eat in. It's really, really cool. Um, mm. But I was like, oh, it's closing now. Like, this is my last chance. I want to go and eat the Three Little Piggy. And let me just tell you what the Three Little Piggy was. It is what kind of I forget what kind of bread it's on. It's on it's on some kind of bread. Is is fuck. I wish I remembered. I can look it up. But um but what it is is it's like it's like a slice of like pork tenderloin topped with bacon, topped with ham, topped with an egg and a little bit of cheese and oh my god was it amazing. It was so goddamn good. It was like pork heaven. Um, literally the pigs were in heaven. It was just, it was, <laughs> it was, it was decadent. It was that very right porky. Up my alley. It was I, very good. I would love that. Hold on, let me pull up three little piggy. Well, I just got a whole bunch of nursery rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure that I got all the ingredients on this one. Silver Paul menu. Uh, yeah, double smoked ham, pork tenderloin, bacon, Gruyere cheese, and a fried egg. Oh, yeah. It doesn't say what kind of uh, bread it's on, but it's on some nice, like a brioche bun or something like that. It was, it was very, very good. Um, that's, that's, yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh, but it was, it was fantastic. I would recommend going there, but, uh, it closes in like nine days, seven days. So, uh, so that's not possible. Um, but it was, it was, it was, it was. It was very good. Um, and then the last thing I need to say, just to really kind of, I've been, I've been thinking about this a lot recently. Um, so in Chicago, we do pizza, right? Um, okay. we, we're not going to get into the New York Chicago pizza fight. But mm-hmm. one thing that, that is a little frustrating as someone in Chicago is that when they think about Chicago and pizza, all they think about is deep dish, right? And I think a lot of people have the idea that all we eat is deep dish pizza here. We don't. Yeah, well, that is all you eat. No, no, we don't. We have, we have tavern-style pizza, which is like traditional pizza. But with tavern-style pizza, they cut them into squares, right? Instead of like the slices. Yes. And I've, I've, and I'm, I'm literally not kidding. I'm not saying this for a bit. I have devoted an inordinate amount of brain energy towards whether or not I prefer slices or tavern style squares as my pizza cutting. Um, so much so that 
I made this, I made, I brought this up to you and I abandoned it, but I actually really haven't, is I wanted to, for the food finish, um, buy frozen pizzas from various different brands and then compare them and review them. So I didn't do that, but I have been eating frozen pizza like two times a week since we talked about it. Oh my God. And I've been cutting them in tavern style or in are in triangle slices to see which I prefer. Uh, and like, I kid you not, like five hours this week thinking about this damn topic. And I really truly believe that I prefer tavern style squares over the pizza slice. Why? What's it's, the difference? So it's, I don't, I feel like the pizza slice can become unwieldy, even if you fold it in half like you do. And the nice thing about a. You mean the right way? Yeah, yeah, the New York way. Um, the right way. The, yeah, the New York way. Um, but like the nice thing about the tavern style one is it's it's easier to share. It almost is like an hors d'oeuvre of pizza because you get nice, you get smaller little bites. It's it's almost more pleasant to eat. It's much more wieldy. You can kind of get a nice like. Um, like topping to pizza ratio for each one. And then the thing that I think I really like about it is I don't like crust, but I like the crust pieces of the pizza because like you get less cheese on that outer end and it gives you a nice little handle to hold on to. And so when you got the tavern style slices, I can eat the outside ring of crust and people like the cheese heavy middle pieces. They can feast on those ones. So it kind of could like make a whole group of people happy. So I, I really do believe that I think that the tavern style cutting of a pizza is the, is the proper way to do it. Especially if you're sharing with a group, like it just, it, it, it works. It works well. I don't mind that. Yeah. I like square pizza. Okay. I used to have a grandma's pizza all the time. Yeah. Which is like with the cheese and the sauce on top of it. And yeah. They, oh, wait, you always cut that in squares. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Sometimes I find it to be a little unwieldy, a square pizza, because you don't really have that crust to grab onto yeah. for those middle pieces. You could do a nice like side hold, right? Because it's small enough that you can kind of just like pinch I, it. I would usually pinch it like a taco yeah yeah, yeah and go yeah. in you could do that but you just, you just I, I don't can't know. I stop like... folding your pizza <laughs> no i always fold you you can't i grew up folding pizza mm-hmm. and there's no other way to eat pizza and don't fight me about it <laughs> oh god i really that's now i'm really torn between barbecue and pizza there's two near me they're both on the same street i might just walk down the street and see which door i walk in get into. both I might actually. Maybe I'll get both. I'll have some barbecue for tomorrow. Do and that. Pizza for tonight and just That's eat fine. It, feast graze on it all week long. I'll forgive you. Thank you, Skinky. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. That's been another episode of Shenandix. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday, school day to start your week off right. WebGeek, this one's for you. Skinky, don't forget to do it, please. <laughs> I am going to edit this podcast soon period <laughs> I'm going to edit this podcast. Period. if you have any comments or questions for us you can find us on twitter at twitter.com or an email at shenanticspodcast at gmail.com you can find the podcast wherever you find podcasts including the itunes store and the google play store if you have any spare seconds in your day head over to the itunes store and leave us a review and a rating five stars would be preferable because you love us and we know you love us don't lie don't shy where are you walking no, get back you're five star review it'll be perfect it'll be great if you want to join the conversation we have a discord shenantics.rock slash about and click the invite link to the discord server and skanky where can they find you on the internet 
Thank you for finding me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky, S-K-X-N-K-Y, and on Twitter at iSkanky, I-S-K-A-N-K-Y, Mco, where can they find you? I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash mcole underscore m-c-u-l with the underscore symbol and the same username on Twitter and on Instagram. Dude, I've been loving Instagram. I started following some tags, and you can... It's so cool. so cool. So, yeah, it's been great. Thanks, Skanky. I'll talk to you later. No problem. See you later. Bye.